0: This is episode 6. In this episode, you'll learn how Angie meshed her passions of baking, healthy treats, and her culture into a growing business, one piece of cake at a time. Enjoy, because I truly enjoyed her delicious cupcakes while recording this episode. Hello, hello, bienvenidos. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate. And Elevate, a podcast with conversations of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. Join me to hear stories from entrepreneurs of different cultures and identities. I believe consumers want to support businesses and organizations that they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. I know it does for me. Also, my daughter will join me once a month to talk about the kid entrepreneur perspective. So subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Hello everybody, thank you for joining us today. I'm here in Linwood, California. I made it all the way to Southern California this time. I'm in Tierra Mia Coffee with Angie. Uh, Angie, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Angie. Well, legally it's Angelica. (laughs) And I am the owner of Piece of Cake by Angie. And I have been baking since, pretty much since I was eight. So, you guys will get to hear a little bit about my story and how it all started.
0: Oh, cool. (laughs) So, I'm just going to get right into asking you a few personal questions. Like, my favorite question ever is, what is your favorite food?
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that is a hard one. I it's not really a food. It's a, it's like a side dish, and it has to be French fries. I love French fries. Oh
0: really? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, so does my son.
1: Yeah. No, I I'm such a sucker for French fries. It's like for, for breakfast, we go to IHOP or whatever, and I'm like, let me get an inside order of French fries. <laughs>
0: That's good. Do you just like plain french fries or like...
1: Yeah, I'm very basic when it comes to my food. It's funny because like my cupcakes and stuff, I like to give it like a flair a twist or whatever, but when it comes to my present food, I'm like, no, I want my stuff plain.
0: Plain. Okay, well, yeah, that's great. So, what is your favorite book?
1: My favorite book? Oh my gosh. The only book I have actually finished. Has been, and it's a Spanish book Uh from. I I feel terrible. I know, I think the author name is Guatemoc. It's called La Juventud en Éxtasis. Oh, uh, Carlos
0: Guatemoc? Yes. Yes, I do know
1: those books. So I read the first one, and oh my god, like, yes, it's a very sexual book or whatever, but if you really read, you know, the messages it has you can apply it to so many things and I know I was hooked on those books for a while and it's just a lot of learning like you never know what today whatever you do today can affect your tomorrow
0: Mm, yeah definitely and and I know like I said
1: that book is you know mainly on touching on the sexuality like your your sexual uh, decisions today can affect your tomorrow x y and z but in anything, like today can affect yeah. your tomorrow, your 10 years from now.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's, that has to be my favorite book. <laughs>
0: oh, cool. So, what was the last song you listened to?
1: The last song I listened to? The Black Keys. The Black Keys? Yeah. yeah. It, it was a. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, what is it called Lonely Boy that little funky song and it's just like I love it because it, it's you know what's so funny like when I hear that song I picture and I'm not being biased but I picture myself like in San Francisco or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> well maybe next time we meet you'll go yeah, up there and meet yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is also one of my favorite questions if you could meet anyone dead or alive who would it be
1: And why? Yeah, Yeah, I was not prepared for these questions. (laughs) (laughs) These are the questions I don't tell people. I can tell. I can totally see why. Oh my god.
0: Because then you overthink it, and this is just a
1: like in the moment thing. I know. I I wanna go with Maria Felix.
0: Oh. It was her anniversary or her birthday recently. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah.
1: I, like, dead wise, I would totally want to meet her just, like, I don't know, but I, I don't know if I would have the courage to, like, go and ask her something. I would just be like, do your thing. I'm just going to hear her. I'm just going to be here and watch you.
0: So, <laughs> not meet
1: her, but see her in yeah, person? Yeah, like, I just want to, like, see her attitude. It was, you know, the more I learned about her, she's like, oh my god, like, this woman was a total badass. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone who's alive who has always been like my crush and my everything. Sorry, hubby, I know you're gonna hear this, but he knows. Will Smith. (laughs) Will Will Smith? Yeah. I love Will Smith. Yes, Yes. Since I can remember, he's been like my little crush and I'm like, oh, like, he has everything. He's like, so infectious. I, You know what? I never really had a
0: crush on him, but I feel like I want to hang out with him. Like, yes. just, like, be around him. Because everything love, he says or does. Yes,
1: exactly. Like, his sense of humor is there. His, he's a smart businessman. He's a smart man. Like, he, he's, yeah. like that's another one that i'm just like i'm just gonna let you do your thing and i'm just gonna watch you and <laughs> i want to just like grab you and put you in my pocket and carry you with me yeah.
0: <laughs> and like we need a will smith moment here come out of my pocket yes. <laughs> that was so funny. okay and
1: i think the, what's your favorite color my favorite color oh my god that is so obvious you, if you see my brand you'll see it it's turquoise
0: that's my brand color too! Yeah? But yours is turquoise and pink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Mine yeah. is turquoise and like uh, really dark purple and like light purple. Oh, so okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I was... It's so funny because like when I got my tattoo, it was like...
0: Oh, it's so cute! Oh, yeah. that's a nice turquoise. Nice yeah, was,
1: colors. Well, now it's faded, not, not but... <laughs>
0: no, but it still looks good. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, like forever, it's been my thing, so it, it was like, duh, I have to... Even my little car is too. Oh, really? <laughs>
0: I have clothes that I wear that is like teal or
1: turquoise and sometimes like, oh, yay, I'm in brand colors. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And like, it's funny because right now that I stopped at Target, I got a little cell phone case, uh, I mean, a holder for the car. And there was like pink and blue and I'm like, is there teal? Like, that's always my question, is there teal? (laughs) And I was like, oh, there's a teal one. Vámonos. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's my favorite color. It's just so. I feel like. A man can even like wear it or show oh, yeah. it off. You yeah, yeah. It's anyway. so universal. Yeah. It's so Tiffany blue. And, like... yeah,
0: it could be very. Um, uh, it's like very youthful, but then it could be very like luxurious too. Yes. Yeah, I yes, think, yes. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna get into um, my first question. Question: How do you self-identify?
1: That is, with everything going on now, it's a very, like, tricky question. And, you know what's funny? Like, not too long ago, I was thinking about, like, we always say I'm Mexican, you know, we're Mexican-Americans, and and I've always said that, like, I'm Mexican-American, but I'm like, wait, no, because I'm American. Like, I was born here. My, thank God my family was Mexican, (laughs) you know, and, but... I love saying I'm Mexican American because it—that's who I am. Like, I was born here, but my roots, my feelings, my uh, like my traditions are very, very Mexican. Sometimes, you know, and I love it. I love the colors, the, the traditions, the food, and our culture has to offer. So, I would definitely identify with being a little bit
0: from here, a little bit from there. <laughs> Yeah, I've always felt that way too. Growing up, I've always been uh, Mexican American, and then when I went to college, I was like, "Oh, I'm Chicana, I'm Latina." And it just, it. I feel like Chicana is different than Latina. It's yeah. also different than Mexican American. I can identify. I, I can identify with all these different groups of people yes. all at the same time.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but um, there is like. I know there's like the little pockets like you mentioned like the Chicanos and the Latinos and this and that and I'm like I don't know I'm just Mexican
0: American because yeah no it's about how you want to identify yeah, yeah yeah it's
1: like and I love it I love it I love being half and half <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: what, what does cultural identity mean to you
1: I would say it's the way like you said it's the way you see yourself the way you the culture you identify with and and if, if it's going based on that i would like love to be parisian and be like and sometimes i tell my husband like i'm a little bit from paris he's like how do you he's like there's no way and i'm like but i love the culture and i love like you know the flair that it has and everything so being you know cultural identity is just pretty much the culture you identify with mm-hmm. you know whether it's food you know, the way you dress, if you identify with it, you like it, you appreciate it, why not, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and it sucks because now I feel like with the borders and, you know, dictators, presidents, whatever, we kind of, like, make it a thing where you can only belong to one thing, and it's like, no, you're you're allowed to explore the world, and the world is ours as human beings, so... Yeah, why not? Why can't I be Parisian?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, and I totally agree with you. Like, culture, for me, is very fluid. It's it's about experiences. Um, yeah. And we make up our culture. We're still making it up now. Yeah. And our culture will be different in five years from now. Than Watch when our kids grew up. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, but I think that what you're talking about, like, with the borders and stuff, that is more nationalism. That's yeah. That's more government countries. Yeah, that's that's a different issue we're not going to get into right now. No, no, no. Let's not <laughs> <Yeah>. get there. <laughs> but let's learn let's learn a little bit more about your business. So what is your business? What do you sell?
1: So my business is Piece of Cake by Andre. Um, and I sell baked goods. I specialize in cupcakes and buttercream cakes. Uh, here and there I offer and I say here and there because it's not all the time. I, my daughter allows me to <laughs> to offer other pastries like uh, parfaits and fruit tarts and eclairs and cream puffs Oh my god, I thought i see you like <laughs> Oh my god, she
0: brought me a box of cupcakes and I'm not waiting I'm just gonna eat one right now cuz she's talking about it and I'm just gonna eat one <laughs> And I'm going to eat an horchata cupcake that right now. That is our
1: <laughs> signature one. You know, I did it because I was like, everyone's into horchata. Let's see how it does. And it, I've been lucky, blessed that it it did very well. And now I pretty much can't leave my house without it because then everyone's asking me for it. So, so that's my business. I, I bake. Everything is baked from scratch, from home. And... She brought me mini cupcakes and I want to stick the whole thing in my mouth.
0: But no. <laughs> they're right <laughs> side. Yeah.
1: Do it, just do it. No one's judging you.
0: Oh my god, they're so good.
1: What I really love
0: about it is that it's really cinnamony. A lot of the times or tata things is just like the cinnamon is very subtle.
1: But this one has like cinnamon
0: frosting on top. It's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Want one? <laughs> <laughs> Want one of your cupcakes? Sure, I'll take one of my own. <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. Okay, so now that we're talking about cupcakes, oh, cupcakes are my favorite. By the way, I am a dessert snob. Me too. I, I will not go to the store and just buy whatever little Hostess donuts or whatever. I <laughs> No. No. I cannot. I am not like a grocery store dessert person. I need to go to like a pastry place or a or cupcakes or cakes made by scratch when i go to parties you can tell I the ask, difference yes, you can taste I it. i totally can i totally can
1: And you know there's a lot of people that not too long ago like i said you know um somebody asked me well what's what's so different about yourself i'm like i make everything myself i shop for everything so i know exactly what's going into each recipe you know and I make it all from scratch, and you know somebody told me, well, doesn't everyone do it from scratch? it's was like, unfortunately not. Hmm. And then, unfortunately, um, a lot of the there's a lot of people that sell cakes, but they don't make them themselves. Right, yeah. And They're called box box cakes. Not not only that. <coughs> no, no, no. One thing is a box cake that at least they, you know try to make it at home. There's uh, where I get my supplies. There's pre-made cu- uh, cupcakes, cakes, and stuff. They just buy them made already. Oh, and then they just decorate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah. And I'm like, mm, like I don't know. For me, that's kind of like cheating. Like you, I, I can't call that mine. Like,
0: yeah. I want
1: you to taste what I really created. <laughs> yeah. I, and that's why
0: I like to go to bakeries or, or um, patisseries Because I know that they're made from scratch And I'm, for me, baking is a form of art mm-hmm. It's very creative And people um, people use their creativeness And um, and it's, it's also like a science It's it not is. easy to it bake is. and to get things perfect And by the way, is this Swiss buttercream? Yes See, I'm, I'm telling you <laughs> I'm a dessert snob. I know myself. I will go and pay like five dollars for a cupcake if it's good. Instead yeah. of buying like a whole pack of grocery store cupcakes. Do you, for you know $5 how Swiss buttercream
1: is made? Um, like the idea of it? It's a lot of butter. <laughs> I love butter. Actually, no. Ameri- mom, American American buttercream is it's like half butter, half um, sugar Short, uh, and, also and shortening. Yeah. I
0: don't really like shortening no. that much. No. I like butter better.
1: Uh, yeah. No. Okay, then honey, how is this Swiss buttercream different? Swiss buttercream is egg whites and sugar, like granulated sugar, um, that it's cooked to a certain temperature, and then you whisk the crap out of it until it gets nice and fluffy, like a marshmallow type of, like a meringue. Oh yeah, it's so fluffy and good. And then you add the butter, the sugar, like powdered sugar, and any, um flavors that you would like or whatever so it's a lot of work like I'm pretty sure my neighbors kind of hate me because sometimes at 3 in the morning I'm running <laughs> both of my stand mixers <laughs> and those sand mixers have to go on like full speed for at least 30 minutes <laughs> just to get the buttercream to it's don't worry about
0: it do what you gotta do because we need that Swiss <laughs> buttercream in our lives so don't worry don't worry about it <laughs> So let me ask you, how did your vision come about? Like, why why did you start baking, and, or how did you turn it into a business?
1: hold on, I have a cupcake in my mouth.
0: (laughs) Oh, you had the strawberry one, right? Yeah, I had the
1: strawberry one. So, I started baking because, it was so funny because even though I really enjoyed baking since I was eight, when I was, I remember so. I believe my eighth birthday, my uncle came over and as a gift he gave me an easy bake oven, and that was oh, it. Yes, I had one of those. And my daughters have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I I used the thing until the light bulb went out, and then at that age I didn't know, and my mom was like, "Oh, well, that's it? Yeah, it's like a wall. Ni like we can't fix it." And I was like, "Oh, okay." But I think it was because my mom didn't want to keep buying me the, the stuff. That's <laughs> for me not to be me, a more mess. But since then I was baking and baking every chance I got to bake for friends, family, I would bake. And they not all came out good. I remember I made a, a cake for one of my friends and you know, as Mexicans, our tradition is like, so you blow it off your candles, and here we go, smashing your face into the cake. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because they did that to him, and his head, like, literally bounced back because the cake was so rock <laughs> Everyone's like, his face broke, but not the cake. I was like, oh my god. Like from there I was like, no, you know, that's it. I'm going to do this better. And I have to, like, get classes. Like, that was, like, my, like, that nightmare everybody has on their, like, their own career. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I almost broke my friend's nose. <laughs> with cake. Uh, and then, um, but even though I really liked it, I never really considered it a career. Mm. Like, I don't know, I guess. Because growing up it was like, you have to be a teacher, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer or something, you know? And I was like, okay, whatever. So I initially enrolled into college to be a paralegal. And then I changed my mind and went to criminal justice. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do with that degree. But I was like, I like all the crime shows, so let's do this. And I really enjoy it. And in the mid, like a year into uh, college for uh, criminal justice during finals I was very stressed I was very like oh my god what am I gonna do like this is, this is not working out and how am I even gonna get a job in this field what am I gonna do with this? so I, I found myself very lost and very like depressed in a way and at my boyfriend at the time who's now my husband was, was laughing and I'm like why are you laughing like I'm telling you all this stuff he's like but by by, by the time I finished he's like did you realize that you started off really mad and stressed and whatever and I'm talking and I remember so clear he was like sitting on, on one end of the kitchen and I was on the other end baking like you know mixing my batter and stuff he's like just doing that already calmed you down and I was like oh. I was like this is so therapeutic for me and then that's when he suggested why don't you just do this for as a career and I'm like I'm allowed to like <laughs> i'm allowed to do what i love for for a living you know
0: i'm laughing but i i think this is very serious like this is very very serious issue like the idea that we we have to ask society what we're allowed to do or not to do or to be or not to be and and I just keep, I, hear, I keep hearing stories from people and I keep learning about people and the most prevalent theme is always just be true to yourself, yes. be yourself, Yes. and if we're supposed to be true to ourselves and, and really look inside of ourselves to be who we are, like if that is our gift to the world, then why are we so caught up in looking to society yeah. on for society to tell us what to be and what to do.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. You know, I was. At that moment, it was a fear of, like, can I really make a living out of cakes and cupcakes and baked goods? But then I'm like, wait, there's generations of bakers that, you know, have been doing it. Why not? And, but another thing is that I have always been, like, really strong about education. So that's mm-hmm. when I decided, like, okay. I'm going to drop out of college, you know, I'm going to stop this uh, criminal justice, you know, degree, and I'm going to go, like, if I'm going to bake, I'm going to really learn what it is to bake, Mm -hmm. because it's not just throwing stuff in a a bowl and putting it in the oven and you're good to go, you know. No, it's hard to bake. Yeah, it's really hard, and honestly, there's a lot of bakers out there that have, learned it as a hobby and from there they did a very successful business. My props to them. I didn't feel comfortable doing that, so that's when I was like, nope, we're gonna, I'm gonna drop out of, co- of college, but then I enrolled to La Cordon Bleu
0: mm-hmm. and I a year later or so I,
1: I graduated and... Good for you.
0: Yeah. Is it pastry chef or uh, chef? chef. No, pastry chef. Okay. okay. So my mom went to California Culinary Academy in San Francisco. And she also did the pastry chef, so that's why I know about Swiss buttercream, (laughs) because I would taste her homework.
1: (laughs) Like, seriously. So, that was was my, at that moment, like I said, at that moment, it was my uh, boyfriend now, he's my husband. My husband and my mom at at that time, when I was going to... Um, college culinary school oh my god that was a favorite thing they are like is it demo day or is it like lab day and I'm like oh, and they only here. wanted to see you because yeah. of your baked goods yeah and then he would pick me up at the metro station he's like what do you have I'm like are you waiting for me or are you waiting for the pastry <laughs> and honestly that has been the best decision I have ever taken to really say you know what screw what um maybe my even my own family thought I had to do like I'm gonna do this for myself. I really enjoy it. It's therapeutic for me. So why not do something that I really love for a living and, you know, really love my job and my boss. <laughs> good for you.
0: Yeah, yeah good for you because a lot of people want to do that and want to say that. And for some reason, you know, it's hard.
1: It's hard. So
0: what is the problem that your business is helping to solve? Because, yes, there's a lot of people that sell
1: cupcakes and cakes, but everyone is different. So, right now, I'm in a journey. I'm actually, I haven't even told anyone, but I'll I'll tell you guys first. And not too long ago, my uncle was diagnosed with diabetes. And he was, um, he's been like my dad. Hmm. And, oh my God, I think I'm going to cry. I'm so sorry no it's okay <laughs> don't be sorry <laughs> you know and to hear that he was gonna like lose his eyesight because that's where the diabetes got him I was like no like he was gonna walk me down the aisle
0: mm, and
1: okay. so to me that was very like heartbroken because I was like oh my god that that might be the last image he has of me like him walking me down the aisle but he's not gonna get to see my daughter he's like I need to see anything now that I do thankfully like he's undergoing you know medical procedures and stuff so right now I'm actually uh, yeah so I'm currently like trying to close the gap where people think that sweets and sugar is really bad or like cupcakes and stuff I'm gonna be launching a, a nutritional side of muffins and cupcakes and stuff like that where it's accessible accessible for people who have diabetes or certain weight problems to still be able to enjoy you know a dessert or two. Oh, cool yeah Good. So I'm very excited about that I haven't actually like I said I haven't shared it with anybody so I'm I'm working under the table with that like what works so what doesn't work How and, exciting yeah and then overall um, like I was mentioning earlier like another problem that my I try to address is educating the people you know, obviously you know, but there's a lot of people out there that don't know what the baking process is. And, yeah. And I'm trying to solve that because a lot of people want a cake for 20, 10 bucks, but they want like that feeds fifty people and, and like it has fireworks coming out of it and stuff. And it's like, uh, <laughs> do you realize the work that it takes? <laughs> you know? Have you ever sold a cake that
0: has fireworks coming out of
1: it? <laughs> no. The most I've done is like put a candle on it for them. It's like here you go. <laughs> like you, no, you've but been yeah. watching too much uh, TLC no I know what you mean
0: because I watch the food channel like my yeah. whole family my kids we all watch the food channel we watch the kids baking shows and everything and um, you see those huge cakes those like 7, 8 layer cakes with literally some of them do have fireworks coming out of them and it's just like okay let me pay like $100 for that and like no those cost like thousands of dollars <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's a problem that I've in the beginning it was a very constant problem. Now it's kind of like okay, not as much every so often I get a person saying, "Well, why so much?" And I'm like, <sighs> "Cause that's the value." I'm like, "Yeah, like that's, that's that value, what like, it's worth. That's the value." If you pay if you pay less, mm, you're most likely getting less in your ingredients too. Yeah. So those are the two things, you know, having a nutritional side of baking, you know, something healthier you know, and educating the, the public to baking. Yeah, yeah, that's good, because
0: everybody needs that. I mean, yeah, like I said, I will pay $5 for a cupcake, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know a lot of people who will. Yeah. So how does your
1: cultural identity
0: affect the way you run your business?
1: Wow, that is, I'm still struggling with that because in my menu, I actually do not offer tres leches. Oh, is that something that people ask for a lot? Yes, I not too often maybe because they don't see it or they don't see me promote it. Mm. But I feel like my culture is constantly asking for such as this, dress as that, and I that's where my ba- my inner battle begins because coming from my educational side, I'm like no, I'm not allowed to sell so you something that's gonna like. Like, how are you gonna have milk out in the sun for two, three hours and then, you know, give to somebody? Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. the people are like, "But it's just it's fine." Like, who cares? And I'm like, no, you know. Mm-hmm. So my culture wants me to sell all the like dairy-friendly stuff, but I'm like, no. Like, if it's on authentic, it's gonna have the the milk and the stuff. But that's where my inner battle begins. So I can't sell you something. I don't want to sell you something that might possibly intoxicate you or you know like yeah because if
0: it sits out for a long time then it starts creating bacteria
1: exactly yeah yeah and not not everybody understands that Mm -hmm. but it's just like a three hour event it's fine (laughs) no it needs to be
0: refrigerated yeah yeah how how easy or how difficult was it for you to find the things that you needed to start your business like
1: Clients, money, materials, like, information. It's actually, it was hard. It was, it wasn't, and it's still not the easiest road. Money, let's not even go there. (laughs) I know there is a lot of aid out there, but there's a lot of twists and turns to get it. And not, the information is not very accessible. Or it's at a high price, mm-hmm. you know. Like we'll help you, but you have to pay us fifteen hundred. It's like I'm starting with zero. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm starting with zero, so I can't pay you fifteen hundred plus. You know, and funding my business, I actually I have to give the credit to my husband. He's been my bank. <laughs> You know, he has loaned me some of his credit cards and he's like, just make sure you bake off. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll bake it off. <laughs> you know, but he, I have to give him the props for that. Like, he's been my bank for a couple, my lifesaver for a couple occasions. I'm like, hey, I need to pay for ingredients, materials, especially when I'm buying them bulk. It's, it is cheaper on the long end, but in the yes. front end, when you're coming in fresh off the ground. Yeah. You don't have the money. <laughs> Perfect diving. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Yeah, so materials, it's still kind of hard to um, find materials. Not, nah, the big companies don't want to sell to a home baker. They want to sell to the big... Uh, like like stabi- a
0: brick-and-mortar established bakery. Established
1: bakeries or those um, baking supply stores. And then the baking supply stores marketed yeah, up crazy high. Yeah, I was going to say they
0: marketed up a lot, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, so. And people, it was hard, and I think that's why um, four years ago when I actually purchased my domain and everything, um, I, I didn't pursue this business so much because I didn't know who really wanted, like, baked goods from home, from scratch, who was willing to pay them money. Yeah. You yeah. know, and now it's a little bit easier now that I have a little bit more of exposure. So, but it was hard in the beginning. It's But, I mean, that goes with anything. Everything's going to be hard in the beginning. Well, yeah, because
0: you're learning how to do it. You've never done it before.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what's your favorite uh, technological tool that you use for your business?
1: Honestly, right now... And I think the only one I really use is Instagram. Oh. It, it's crazy, and I know. I love Instagram. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Instagram is definitely my favorite tool to use. It's perfect for advertising and, and sales and everything. Like, I think that's why I kind of like been slowing down my process on getting my, uh, and it's free, because I, I, I was going to say that my, my website, like. Even that can get pricey, you know, having your own website. So,
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in spending the least amount of money for technological tools because there's so many free things out there. Yes. Yeah, so like my website, I just paid for the domain name for the website. Uh, it's like $12 a year, but I use Google Sites, and it's completely free. It's completely free. You can add pages. Um, they have stock photos. You can upload your own photos yeah
1: I'm hey, like let me write that down yeah no
0: <laughs> yeah I, seriously I try to tell everyone as yeah, as long as you have a donate domain name then it just you know it goes there you don't even have to have a domain name because it'll give you also a free website it'll be like google sites.com forward slash whatever you choose but still
1: yeah
0: yeah so uh is there a business that you follow that you strive to be Baking-wise,
1: there's so many businesses out there that I really admire the way they market, that I really admire the way their desserts look Um, some of them the way they taste but I think the business that I truly admire maybe because I know the owner personally it's Twisted for Sugar. I don't oh, know if you follow her. Yes, I do. I follow yes. her. The cotton candy. Yes. The delicious. Yes. I'm like, delicious cotton candy. She's not obviously in, like, baking, baking, but oh my god, like, maybe when she hears this, she'll be like, what? because I know she's so humble, and since day one that I met her, she's she's been so humble, so nice, so... She's so like. I like. It's funny because I text her and I'm like, "You are a celebrity!" Like, I can't believe you're texting me. She's like, "Shut up!" Like, (laughs) but she's like that. She's she's so humble. She's so so many opportunities ahead of her and already in her pocket, but yet she stays true to herself. And I truly, truly admire that from her.
0: Yeah, I listened to her podcast too. Um, the Las Jefas, yeah, Mm -hmm. Las Jefas podcast. I listened to her with um Patty with Patty, her. yes. Yeah from uh, I I the the yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I have listened to her and I love everything that she says and you're right, she is very humble and she's yeah. just like I just gotta do what I gotta do and that's it and so I saw her Instagram story when she hit ten thousand followers and yes and she was like so grateful, like she couldn't believe it and um, and I was just thinking, well, this is why people want to follow you because you're so. She was so authentic and so real, and yes. yeah, she's really cool. And I haven't had the pleasure of tasting her cotton candy, but I probably I, wish I, I need to get a shipment. Oh my god, <laughs> I wish I would have, have brought my too. other
1: car. I have some in my other oh, car. Oh really?
0: Oh <laughs> no, it's okay. Maybe, maybe I could get her on my podcast. Oh, when you know what? No, she's gonna be
1: in in the San Francisco area. She's gonna be in oh, San Francisco. Oh, for the Dominguez.
0: Oh, yes, I will definitely meet her then. Yes, I will. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. So for all the listeners, if you don't follow her, you need to follow her. She's amazing.
0: So you want to strive to be like her business, um, but what attracts you to her business, and then how are you different? from her her business for the twisted for sugar
1: well obviously she sells cotton candy although she bakes her her sugar that's the only thing we have in common she she bakes her sugar you know you know she sells the cotton candy I sell the baked goods I really admire everything that she does because I feel she does and I know she does business and she she doesn't just take on any event. She has to truly believe in their values. Like, the values have to match. And I never really considered that until not too long ago that I did an event. And the person running it was completely the opposite of what my business is. What I want my business to be, a very happy, joyful place. Uh-huh. This person was very negative. And uh. seven, i was like, ooh, no. And then, honestly, like, so often, uh, Lucia comes into mind and is like, don't do that like yeah
0: do, not all business is good business exactly yeah. oh my
1: god you just like quoted her
0: <laughs> oh really is that yeah. what she says oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. yeah
1: she she's like i said she's amazing she gives a lot of pointers i want to be like her in that sense so she's very smart she's very um easygoing. so i totally totally admire her for that
0: so can can you share some advice for anyone with a culturally specific business um, or an idea that they have like what advice right do you have for them
1: wow there's i feel like there's already a lot of very cultural specific businesses whether it comes to um clothing stickers whatever it is I think overall, it stays true. Like it says, stay stay true to yourself and your identity. What you feel yourself culturally as, you know. If you don't identify with it, don't do it. Don't don't just do it for the money. Don't just do it for the profits, for the likes. You truly believe in what you are selling and what you're creating. You know, like for example, like for my tres leches, I love it and I did one not too long ago but I told her I'm like I'm gonna do it for you but you have to refrigerate it because I truly believe like yes our culture wants those desserts but I don't believe in having it out there for three hours Mm,
0: yeah yeah for sure so um if you had no constraints would you start another business and what would it be
1: it's funny that you ask that because I'm actually, not too long ago, maybe like two weeks at most, the crazy idea of starting another business popped into my head. And I'm like, no,
0: like... <clears throat> the crazy ideas are the best ones. Yeah,
1: yes. And I have this thing where I, whenever I get a crazy idea, I go to my husband, I'm like, so... And he's like, no, 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 no. like, the so's always come along with like crazy ideas. I was like... Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love everything stationary so my. So do I. Yes, it's like I go to Target and I'm like looking at all the pens and pencils and everything, and that's why I got like got you a little thing. I was like, I'm hey, oh. just gonna love it, <laughs> Thank you, you know, and um. And my husband's like, you already have that pen. You already you already have, like, a box of pens. I'm like, I know, but it's, this one's cute. This one's, like, different. You know? And I, I think I might possibly start a, an, another business selling stationary stuff just for the fun of it. Just because I really enjoy it and it's cute and I want to buy it but not keep it. It's mm, like, here you yeah. go.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so... And I'm sure there's a lot of people, and I I keep coming across people that are like, I'm such a stationary freak, and I'm like, yes!
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, me too. But it's, for me, uh, you know, how you were talking about uh, believing in what you're doing and the value that you have in selling something, I also, as a consumer, really believe, uh, for me, It's really important to have value in what I spend my money on. Yeah. So I would definitely rather buy something from somewhere or someone who I know that my dollars are going directly to support a household or a family instead of supporting a corporation. Yeah.
1: Most definitely. Um, Like I said, obviously my business, everything. Like, I kid you not, every dollar you spend in my business goes back to my home. And I'm like, I was so happy when um, my first, my daughter's first birthday, I was like, oh my God, I was able to have a party for her thanks to my business. And it mm-hmm. hadn't even been so long that I was in business. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a couple of weeks later and I was like, oh my God, I have enough money to throw her a little party, you know. Good for you. So yeah. in my business, for sure, every dollar spent, it's a... a a dollar that you are helping my family and my dreams, and and it, 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 I feel the same way too. Like I rather spend my money, maybe a little bit more than like Target or you know these other big brands, but it would definitely make an impact on somebody's family.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we've been. Um talking here at Tierra Mía Coffee, so that's why there's all this background noise, so I just want to say thank you to everyone here who <laughs> allowed us to record this podcast here. <laughs> and um, so at the, at the beginning of uh, the recording I asked you some personal questions, so <laughs> I remembered one that I didn't ask you, that I asked others. Uh, tell, me, uh, tell me something that only a handful of people know about
1: you. something that only a handful that means that a handful wouldn't know it anymore no not anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh wow
0: something that you're willing to share <laughs> I know that's why you have to really think and <laughs>
1: um, I'll share actually two things uh, one of them is even though I'm Mexican this was so funny growing up when people found out because I don't share it um, People, when I was growing up they're like what that that can't happen then I'm an only child mm. they're like but you're Mexican Mexicans have like 5 30 like 15 kids and I'm like
0: no no that's a stereotype yeah I was like
1: that's yeah, your idea of it no that's yeah, I a cousin
0: who's the only child
1: yeah. you know it, and I was, it was funny you know I was like okay cool whatever so um Yes, yeah, so I'm an only child, and, and I love getting the looks and the questions of like, so that means you were spoiled, and I was like, no, like, mama taught me right of, you want it, you earn it, mm-hmm. you know, you want it, you work for it, and, uh, the other thing would be that my, uh, my parents divorced, and I actually used that to fuel me in doing better, like, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, you know, and, and I totally understand that for everyone it's different, you know, but some people use it as an excuse or try to use it to excuse other people for their actions, their behavior, their uh, decisions in life, and I'm like, no, like, when that, when my parents divorced, um, I was like, okay, you know, that, that's good, because that means my mom's going to be better, that means We'll, ha- we'll be better you know we'll be good and I used that to fuel me and, and do better mm-hmm. you know and, and I'm really really proud of it because not everyone like this is not what you usually get from a lot of divorced kids kids, yeah. you know that come from like broken families a lot of um, kids are like oh I was depressed I was this I was that and, and totally fine you know totally acceptable and whatever not. Yeah, no, I can
0: relate. My parents are divorced, and they uh, separated when I was already an adult. I was in college, and it was still really hard. Yeah. Definitely yeah, it's really difficult. Hard and difficult and difficult, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, and then, but so, you know, I, the way I see it, I was like, that that was for the better. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's for the best. So that's something that obviously it, it, it's personal to me and part of it because it's not maybe like my story to share sometimes it's obviously my mom's Mm. but I like that has been a big part in my in in my life like the fact that I don't I I didn't have dad all the time Mm. but it's like it's cool I got it done (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: well thank you for sharing that so is there anything else that you want to share about your business um, before you tell us, like, where can we find you and where we can get your delicious cupcakes and cakes? And <laughs>
1: um, I think I pretty much said it all. You know, I, I really appreciate everyone who is currently following me, who has tried my stuff, who's been there for me through the trial and errors. It's, it's a, hard, a lot of work. Yeah, know. and whether you buy your your sweets from me or not, appreciate your bakers. Yes, because it's not easy. It's a it's a science project every single time you turn on that mixer.
0: Yeah,
1: I, to the day there's times that I've been doing the recipe for a couple of years or whatever, and sometimes it just doesn't come out the way it's supposed to. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> I remember using spread in the beginning over butter, and I was like. Yeah, oh now doesn't work out yeah I was like now I see why they call it spread and everything just spreads <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god okay so i mean, my business like I said I'm located in East LA um born and raised and whoever comes from the bay area down here <laughs> shoot me a text and if I have something I'll be more than glad to have you try it um my, like I said, my baking, it will forever be 100% from scratch, freshly made. I don't freeze anything or pre-make anything. Every single event, I make it, like, within, within that week, I make it, bake it, shop for it, everything. And it's a one-person business. Mm. Like, my husband's very supportive and all, but he won't touch my business. Like, <laughs> he won't get into the baking. So yeah this is a, a one-person shop <laughs> good good for you yeah. and
0: they're really really tasty and really really pretty too <laughs> yeah. so people can find you on Instagram
1: yes on Instagram at piece of cake by Angie Facebook piece of cake by Angie uh, soon and I promise soon I will have my website and mm-hmm. it will for sure be piece of cake by Angie mm.
0: cool okay. congratulations on Thank you on working on your website and how do people order from you
1: uh, usually, it only it takes is, it's a couple of weeks in advance, like at least two weeks, either through text or email, preferably email. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your email? Piece of cake by Angie at yahoo.com. Okay. <laughs> Everything's the same because well, the moment you start switching something around, it, it that's it. It throws people off. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's that's a way to get a hold of me. Email. Piece of cake by Andrew at yahoo.com, Instagram, Facebook, and soon my website will be up,
0: so people can order from you. But you also sell in person, yes. right? Yes. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it, orders are usually for like uh, parties and catering and events. And, in, yeah. and, and at events, I sell in person, and I'm like popping up all over LA. Whittier. Um, I'm not going to San Francisco, but oh, I, for the
0: multihead. Yeah, Lomigero.
1: I have oh. an event that day. I have a private uh, pairing with uh, cupcakes and beer at a cupcakes
0: brewery. and beer. Yes, yeah, my two favorite things. Oh my gosh, and I would love to go there. I should go cupcakes and beer. <laughs> <laughs> go for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a private ticketed event that um, I was so blessed and uh, to get like I was just I literally went to that brewery and did a pop up. Mm-hmm. And the organizer was like, Hey, you do this yourself? I was like, Yeah. I was like, oh okay. Um, he said, Okay, well we have a, a cupcake and wine night, but we're trying to start a cupcake and beer. I was like, My two favorite things. So oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very blessed to get that opportunity and, you know, showcase more than just the sweets. I'm gonna have a little savory twist to some of those cupcakes based on the beers that oh, they're gonna cool. offer. So, it's going to be fun. Oh, cool. My favorite part last week was tasting the beer. I was like, yes, let me go taste. <laughs> <laughs> and then I posted it. I'm like, I'm working, guys. I'm working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my job. Yeah, taste my beer. Job. Create new cupcakes. Yeah. Like, Who wouldn't want that job?
1: Yes. And then those cupcakes are going to be exclusive for that event, so... Hopefully, people can make it. Oh, cool. So. Good. Congratulations. Thank you. So, uh,
0: if anybody wants to know where to find her in a pop up, just go to her Instagram or Facebook, and that's where you announce, right? Yes. Where you'll be. Mm-hmm. Cool. So thank you so much for spending the time to sharing your story with me. You're welcome. Thank Um, you for having me. Like I
1: said, I manifested this. You know, I sent it out to the universe a couple weeks ago, and here we are doing the podcast. Yay! I'm
0: so excited. So thank you so much, and thank you so much for the cupcakes. And hopefully, some of them will make it home for my kids to try. But I'm not promising anything.
1: (laughs) By the time they hear this, they'll be gone. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Giselles World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com. And please, please rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.